on the first ever episode of Sixers Group Therapy. Basketball is officially back. We're going to talk about the Sixers' first two scrimmages, how we think they're going to perform in this weird playoff COVID championship thing, and we'll even reminisce about some of the weirder moments in the process. Uh, At first, we decided that we're going to use aliases, but as you'll see, that quickly went out the window. But so we had a lot of fun recording this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, We're hoping to record throughout the rest of the NBA season. So to our audience, who are most likely just polite and generous friends and family, thank you for listening, and hit the music. First ever episode of Sixers Group Therapy. Uh, I am Nuge, and along with me, I have three friends who, uh, <laughs> as you can see, along with myself, have no business hosting a podcast. <laughs> so I'm gonna just introduce all you guys, and then uh, I'd love to get an opening statement from you guys. So, uh, so first we have uh, Jawan, <laughs> and then we have Vladi uh, Debach. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> and then we got mud boats. So, anyone, uh, we'll start with you, June. Anything you want to say? You know, how, how was your <laughs> he week? already, we already gave up the alias. Oh fuck! All right, fuck it. It's all right. We'll go by June, July. I can edit that out <laughs> easily. But all right, Jawan, go ahead with your opening statement. <laughs> all right, well, fellows, I'm excited to talk about Sixers basketball, and. With this COVID cup coming, I have big hopes of uh, what we're going to do. Hopefully, we get out in one piece after this is all over. <laughs> yeah, it's, beautiful. Beautiful. It's, a good, it's a good wish. All right. Uh, Vlade, <laughs> you have the floor. All right, fellas. We've, we've, been, uh, we've been yelling about the Sixers for a long time. We've been texting about it. It's nice to bring it to life. It's, it's always been a safe space, so I guess it'll continue to be that. And as we uh, go on this venture, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Beautiful. All right, Mudbones. Uh, Mudbones doesn't know shit about shit, but it took only <laughs> one Shake Milton starting lineup announcement to have my blind optimism back. Oh, I love it. That's, that's actually <laughs> love very it. appropriate. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about them. So, uh, yeah. So I guess to start off, uh, let's talk about this podcast. We um. Like uh, Vladi said, it's a it's a safe space. We all, I mean, I guess we're Sixers fans, but we hate the Sixers. At least I do. I genuinely oh, yeah. hate them. Um, but yeah, I I think this is a, a long time coming. Uh, we've had our chat probably since what, like 2015. And uh, yeah, when did we get season tickets? What was the first year? I think the first year was uh, the horrible 2015. 10, the ten win season, right? Yeah, it was. I know I locked mine in literally the day before they traded Michael Carter Williams for the Lakers pick. That was, uh, wow, really? <laughs> that was yeah. I, so that was like, it was right. I just got like my job, so it was January 2015. It was like the first big purchase I made, and then they traded MCW, and I, I knew it was the right decision. What would you guess that our first year's tickets cost? Oh, I think they were six hundred. I think they're for the dollars <laughs> for one seat for the year. So we each dropped six hundred. 
Yeah, uh, we each dropped six hundred. Wow. And uh, I think me and June started it off because the tickets were so damn cheap because there were no expectations, and then I think we got you guys aboard too. And uh, sadly, June dropped out because he moved to New York. Did you, did you do one year? Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, one year. I I remember how we started was, I told news I was like, yo, if I land this internship, we're getting a Sixers uh, season tickets, and that's how it kind of got the ball rolling. Yeah, and then, is uh, sorry, is guys. the first game is the sorry is the first game we went to, the February game against the Kings when we all bet one money or at least Joey and I did. Remember we sat in the box. You remember that game? I we parlayed so. it, Dave. We took uh, we took the Sixers and the over. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I think was that the game that we oh. all signed on, and then it was still that current season, and then the next season, which was a little over first, was our first season. Oh, was yeah. that our first full season? So, yeah. I you know what? I can't believe it took us this long to start. Our our, our chats alone are worthy of a podcast. We have some <laughs> some good takes and some stupid. Yeah. Some stupid inside jokes right. that only Sixers fans will understand, and uh, and yeah, I I think this is I honestly think this is gonna be fun. Oh yeah, I'm already I've, I've laughed more times in the last five minutes than I than I have all weekend. It's great, <laughs> especially in these times. Um, uh, there's just there's so much. This is probably the weirdest thing that's happened in sports, including Markel Fultz forgetting to shoot. And uh, I think it would be kind of cool to look back if we have some documented discussions about how this all plays out because I really have no idea what's going to happen. All I want is to go through the story of when Dave laid out this plan to me. Oh, <laughs> that, when when, uh, <laughs> when Vlade when Vlade and Miles's pool room told me what we were going to do about this. Ben Simmons, who was like probably fourteen at the time, and, Holy shit, and Dave's yeah. a Dave clairvoyant, if that's how you pronounce that word. Uh, I guess. Well, I'm, if anything, I'm a little out there. So uh, yeah, I'm, we, uh, always, I'm always always thinking long term. We'll have fun with this. We'll have some segments. I would love to have a Stone Dave segment where he just gives <laughs> us the crazy lineups on his uh, iPhone Notes app. I can uh, happy to do it. I'm always, I'm always ready. I think we'll right. I got, I got a new, I got a new three teamer brewing. It's a uh, nice, nice fake, fake, uh, fake trade three, <laughs> three teamer. I, I don't know. I don't know if we can do it. Dude, right. like 2015 to 2016, that like got me through work days. Just reading Dave's and rewriting them in like different fonts. <laughs> so good, yeah. so fun. I would just sit there at my desk all day and just do that. I would like be on the phone with somebody and not paying attention and just. Writing out the, some some rotations on the on a notepad. I love it's my favorite thing. Something something feels good about it. It's satisfying. I don't know. It's yeah, the closest I, I'll ever get to being a GM, which is probably uh, my dream job. Oh, uh, they, they were fantastic, and I look forward to, to hearing some more. <laughs> uh, I think before you know what before we begin, I think we have to talk about when the process first started, when Sam Hinkie traded Drew Holiday on draft night. Oh my god! And uh, I think two days later. We all met up at uh, what's that bar? Fucking Dublin Square. Dublin, formerly Dublin Square. Formerly Dublin. I did, I did, I did talk you off the ledge, I believe. Dave, which was just knocked down. It wasn't. What? Really. No way. Yeah, there's like pictures on Facebook. The things been smashed. It's gonna be like what? a hotel now. Who the hell wants to get a hotel in there? In but a middle school. Yeah, that's besides the point. <laughs> so for our South Jersey listeners, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
our, our three listeners, one being uh, one being Amanda, and hey! the other two <laughs> being right. like me and June. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! I can't. I can't. I, I hate the sound of my voice, so I, I don't know that I'll ever listen to this. <laughs> so to yeah, nice shot. <laughs> yes, there's same. four of us who are probably very unqualified. Uh, we have nothing to do. Oh, actually, Dave can convince me of anything, and I think Dave is very charismatic. So, fuck! I said your name again, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> got a lot of edits. <laughs> gonna be up all night, buddy. I'm I want to hear. I better get strictly mud bones for me. I need to remain anonymous. I'm just gonna get ahead of this and say we were gonna use aliases <laughs> to get through the podcast, but I think within the first ten seconds, I called him June. So that was out the door from the get-go. I'm mud. honestly going to be probably too lazy to edit this. So yeah, I don't care. It's we okay. have Mudbones, June, and Dave. And then there we go. Either either nobody ever listens to this and it doesn't matter, or people do listen to it and it's an actual thing. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. But uh, yeah, Dave talking off the ledge, I was strictly – I was very upset. Me and June were both upset about Holiday, our uh, only all-star being traded. Uh, but then Dave took what fifteen minutes, and he might have mentioned Ben Simmons that night too. I think this was probably the same night. I was probably with Dave pre-gaming before Dublin, and we probably all linked up there. So there, so Dave is a is a prophet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> facts. It was. Uh, I had some. I was smoking some really good weed that that <laughs> night. But uh, <laughs> no, but it all it's well, it, it all started with Wiggins. I mean, it was always winless for Wiggins oh, for the yeah. jump. And because I remember, I, there's like I wish I could go back and find it. I don't know how people like search old tweets from people so accurately. I don't know if there's like a, a formula to it or not. But I tweeted at him at uh, Adam Aaron when he was the CEO, and like it was like right after the 2013 season, the last Doug Collins year, and I said something. I was like. You guys have to just blow it up and trade everybody and rebuild around young talent. We got to get this is the year for Wiggins. We got to go for it. And then that was and then the draft happened like two months later. And uh, so that I want to get that tweet framed. Right. There's a way to I got to like <laughs> go back framed. and find it. And I think Sam Hickey was hired like a couple of months before the draft. So yeah, you it was might in have like May. Set in stone what we know as the process. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm glad we got that. Even if it was only for a few years, it was the. The, probably the most fun few years I've ever had as a Sixers fan. I think you guys would probably agree. Yeah, Not much uh, else yeah. to be excited about. And we're we're definitely going to recap the process at some point during these these podcasts. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, I guess uh, all right, let's jump into it. The COVID Cup is uh, kind of live. We had uh, two real scrimmages from the Sixers, and uh, they uh, they beat. Uh, who was the first team? Memphis. They beat Memphis. Cooked them. And they pretty much, with their starters, cooked the OKC Thunder. And then, you know, we know what happened with that with uh, Andre Roberson. But uh, what did you guys think? How'd they look? Ooh, who's going first? You got it. Uh, I watched like five minutes, so I can't really contribute. I uh, think uh, in both games, the. The starters, when, when the starters played, I mean, they were they were humming. They were hoeing and humming out there. It was beautiful. I mean, I haven't been this excited about watching them in, in a long time. I, like, I've really – you said in the beginning we hate them. We do. We actually hate them. I, this has been the most miserable year ever. It's not fun at all. And I didn't want the season to happen. I was so – I was I convinced we were better off without them. But we're, we're sucked right back in because they, they look good. They look good. And Jay Rich was – he's an X factor. I mean, 
Ben, Toby, and Joel are always going to be the primary three guys carrying us. But if Jay Rich has a good game, I don't see how we lose. And he's like, he's he's all over the place today. I thought he played really nice. And, and Al too. Al was stroking today, so that, that was nice to see. <laughs> so, so can Al be good as our backup center? I think so. I, you guys I know. So. I feel like I repeat myself every day in, this, in our group chat, but <laughs> I think that was all, that was the plan all along. Like I really think him signing a max deal here was to do the Iguodala thing and just be come off the bench, let the <clears> you know let the younger guys have the more prominent roles because you know we're terrible without Embiid in the playoffs last year. The on-off numbers. So like you figure. And that's the other thing why I think Embiid is fine, and we really shouldn't worry about this calf thing. I think Brett showed it all against the Grizzlies. I mean, they were really just clicking on all cylinders. The, probably what's going to be our rotation, like Matisse, Furkan, and Al were the three guys off the bench, plus our starting five with Shake. And uh, they look good. And I think uh, Brett said he wants Embiid to play 38 minutes a game, which is that doesn't leave much for Al if he's the backup center. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That so literally means uh, – yeah, go on. They saw everything they needed to see against the Grizzlies. They rested Joe and put Al out there today to, so he could get some run because he's probably not going to play much once everything gets going. So, I, uh, yeah, I forget no, what the question was, but no. I think I answered it. <laughs> <laughs> Can Al be good? It. But uh, I, that was what Joe just said and Dave brought up. I was That's my concern. Um, I think when we first signed Al, we were kind of like a little iffy about it. I think we all were like a little like what's going on. Um, because I think it broke a few days before free agency that we might be looking out for him. But with Embiid playing 38 minutes, is it really going to work without... There's no way Al only plays purely backup, right? They're going to have to play at some point together. I don't know. They, they shouldn't. They did play briefly together, but not when with Ben on the floor. It was uh, mm -hmm. it was like Shake, Shake, Furkan, Matisse, and then Al and Joe, and it was for like two right. minutes. So maybe, the so maybe they... Just, Without Ben, yeah, they, the three of them can't ever be on the floor at the same time. I think is what gotcha. they is what the consensus is right now, which I'm fine with. I mean, that's yeah, definitely. that's uh, probably what's best. <laughs> Unless Ben, dude, shoots, you oh alluded God. to this, but remember how painful, uh, like whenever free agency started and we the Sixers didn't come up for like two hours, we were just like Alan Brand still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I wish you guys could see. I have an Elton Brand shirt on right now. I thought this was a video. I wore it on purpose. I'll wear it. I'll wear it next time when next, we do our first pod. video. We'll do our Zoom pod. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember I there was a lot of Elton Brand sleeping memes. Yeah, it was uh, like there was a lot of people tweeting at Elton official. You know, very uh, infamous for the account that is of Elton John's, but everyone tweets about it to uh, about Elton Brand. Uh, and then I think it might have been towards the end of the night is when the Al Horford... I think first the Jimmy trade broke. Then we kind of realized this Al Horford thing is probably happening. And I think Woj broke it like 10 minutes. Wow, Jimmy sure. broke before? Obviously, I guess I'm it makes sure, sense. I'm pretty sure I think the money had to work or something. I remember just the first second... Like the first Woj tweet or Shams tweet that I got was JJ to the Pelicans. And oh, I was yeah. like, That was early. Fuck. That was early. That was the start. Yeah. That was like yeah. the first, yeah. And that wasn't a good start. I think right after him, Brogdon went. And that's when the, all the outrage towards that one happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so June, uh, what, what did you see real quick? And then we'll go down to like each individual player and we'll talk about them. Well, first, a few months off not watching any Sixers game. 
So I oh, needed nice some kind of stress, man. <laughs> it's nice to be stressed again, but be excited at the same time, right. which only happens when you're watching the Sixers. <laughs> and uh, I think first the Memphis game, dude, we looked so good on defense. Like it yeah. didn't look like they took any time off. Yeah, they 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 looked like they were they were scrambling. Uh, like Embiid looked Embiid looked in decent shape. Dare I say that? Yeah. Well, he. he uh, I agree. He was. He, looked, he was I thought he was around. Uh, I mean, I, he might have looked like he was huffing and puffing a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he he was he was all over the place on defense and and uh, I he looked and then I mean that's obviously before this cap news broke and we'll talk about that but. Uh, you guys might have to talk me off the ledge later, but uh, he's fine. <laughs> Although yeah, I mean, on that I'm front, biggest. my one like I'm the biggest. If Embiid and Brett don't think he or think that he can sit, then go ahead. I don't care that much. But isn't this a lineup that literally has never played together until the Memphis exhibition game? Like, aren't That's these correct. minutes like somewhat valuable? That's uh, true. That's true. Um, I mean, these next eight real games barely matter either, so that could be right. considered our like right. gel just, time. But I just and then I, you know what? Just we'll talk about Embiid first. Uh, like this, I think of, I hear calf, and I think of Kevin Durant, and I've, I'm I'm just mm. terrified. Oh like, no, we can't go. We can't do no, it. Dude, you, are, you are you are too doomsday <laughs> I, for I, me. I said it in the chat. Like, what if they actually mean Achilles? Because like they. Oh god! If you guys remember no. last year when Durant was describing his injury, he was reaching like pretty low, and they kept calling it a calf injury. So like this is this is my doomsday nuge mentality. <laughs> but like I, I saw calf on the report, and I had a little heart attack. But. Uh, Brett's downplaying it, and Embiid <sighs> is downplaying it. So it's gonna um, need to get amputated. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Which put a bionic one back on. Probably on brand. <laughs> Wait, do you think that happened in that first quarter of the Memphis game where he like tripped over someone? Didn't no, he hit the ref? Oh, uh, Sixers was it Adam the ref? said that because like someone was like, oh, and like uh, some like obviously. Someone way more extreme than me was like, "Oh, it, it's Embiid again. He's getting hurt again." And then Sixers Adams tweeted something about like it happened during that tripping, tripping over the ref or something. Oh my that's God. probably how it would happen, though. That's that, that is how he <laughs> ruptures Achilles from fucking tripping over a ref in a in a scrimmage in a yeah, scrimmage. scrimmage game, <laughs> like when Markel broke his <laughs> yeah. nose or whatever, yeah. he broke his face. Bro, oh my God, uh, remember that? <laughs> I, I uh, can't wait to revisit all that the, stuff. Oh, he we'll like, do. We'll do We'll do a whole episode of, of uh, just recapping the weird, the ridiculous things of the decade. <laughs> he collides with Tony Brothers or whatever that guy's name is. Rupture to kill his stunt. But uh, Brett, Brett said multiple times during the, uh, I guess, the offseason, which pretty much was an offseason, that Embiid was the hardest worker, which, you know, that's typical Brett. He talks up his players. Uh, we're kind of like, we'll believe it when we see it. And I really do think he looked in like he was in good shape. He wasn't fat, which is good. Yeah, he he, he he didn't look chubs. He did not look. He would no. He's been he's been marking out. I listened to uh, Drew Hamlin on Ryan Rosillo's podcast for some reason. I don't know why why I would do that to myself, but it was actually good. It was good, and they talked a lot about Embiid. They didn't bring up faults at all, which I, yeah. I figured they wouldn't. But um, Drew Hamlin's the real deal. After listening to that, I actually don't think he's a clown anymore. Wait, and, did uh, he? he said him 
go on. Embiid worked hard. No, I was gonna. He's, he was saying how hard Embiid worked. He was like working out at Michael Rubin's mansion for five weeks. Like awesome. you know, he has like a Ooh. basketball court in his house. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of but weird. We, uh, go ahead, JB. <laughs> I think Wait. we do. I think real quick we do have to mention that you Dave did have an interaction with Drew Hanlon a couple years ago. <laughs> I did. He, Where did you see him? Talk, talk, you Dude. Talk, my my sister was like in town for a couple weeks, and we walked, we walked all the way from Northern Liberties to um, Double Knot for dinner, wow. and um, so we were just walking, like we just it was like a nice forty minute walk. It was a nice nice night out, and we're walking down like Chestnut Street or whatever, and I, there's this dude like walking towards us, and I'm like, that's Drew Hanlon, <laughs> he's by himself. <laughs> yeah, he was just there on the street, and I forget what I said. I was like. I was like, dude, and he was like, he like stopped and was like, hey, what's up? I was like, what did I say? I was like, something like, tell me, tell me Marco is okay. Yeah, I was like, tell, tell me he's gonna be okay. And he like started laughing. He was like, he's gonna be great or something. And I was like, I love you, man. Or I said something <laughs> so stupid. And uh, yeah, I was like freaking out to my sister. She was like, who was that guy? I, was like, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start, <laughs> how to explain this to you. But you know, that guy's like a basketball trainer, and yeah. And then we know what happened next. He wasn't great. But don't we hate him because of Fultz, and then we, and then we basically hate Fultz now. So should we hate Hanlon? Well, that's the thing. Like if you if you listen if you listen to Hanlon on the Rosillo podcast from the other day, you won't hate him. You'll hate. You'll realize that it's Fultz and probably Fultz's mom. Yeah, I, I don't think the, we can. I don't book. think we can. Yeah, if you read the book, uh, the chapter on Markel Fultz, uh, there's some shady, pretty like really shady shit that went on there. Um, I don't think anyone's ever going to really get the answers until years from now but uh i mean drew hanlon also works with tatum right yeah and bradley beal too that's and like the, his his first client ever which was like it's, it's a pretty cool story and beal's been cool great story, but... and as much as and i Beans. hate to say it tatum's looked fantastic this year <laughs> always doesn't he say that in that podcast dave that like in bead scrimmages against tatum all the time and cooks him all the time yep I mean, granted, their like sizes so. <laughs> are very different, but whatever. But if he, stay he on said they like, defense. he said they go back and forth a lot, and then but then like when it's like what's getting close to the end, and B just goes full bully ball and just steamrolls them every time. Oh my god! Can we get Embiid to play like every every game like that Lakers Julius Randle game? Oh man! Oh my god! That was that was probably the best game of his career. I think so, too. and that was early on in his career, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was yeah. two years ago. It was his second season, and I think the game would have been in like December or November. It was beautiful. Uh, yeah, I remember that vividly. That, I was freaking out. That 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 might be his best game, or if you know, and we will recap like this season. But when the Sixers beat the Celtics to go twenty and seven, after he got all that shit from Barkley and Shaq, I think that might have been his best game. Oh my God! We were twenty and seven this year. We were twenty and seven. Well, well <laughs> let's do, let's do, let's do that. Let's, we we started five and zero. Oh, we were flying high. Furkan Korkmaz hit that buzzer beater. Oh, that was and, amazing! The oh five and zero oh start. And then this has been a roller coaster. Listen, the next we go, we lose five of our, of our next seven, I think, <laughs> and we were seven and five. Then we proceed to win what thirteen of our next fifteen, and we dominated Boston. Maybe not dominate. It was a very close game that we usually would probably fuck up in the end. Uh, Embiid had like a huge block and hit a huge late three. And uh, he, even, he even shushed the crowd and we went 20 and 7 and I that I thought that was like a, a huge like, tur- like turning point. And then we proceed to go I think 19 and 19 from that point. 
including a complete <laughs> demolishing of the Bucks on Christmas Day. That was the best game of the year, I think. <sighs> yeah, yeah, easily. Uh, from all around, and like you, I, you mentioned early on in, in this in this episode, that Josh Richardson is the X factor. I completely agree because he was he was ama- he was amazing in that game and versus the Heat when we blew him out. He was making all his shots. He got anywhere on the floor he wanted. Uh, but then he's been so inconsistent this year. But I really do think he's the X factor. Yeah, I just think he's like not the best fit, and just another. I mean, he was still probably by far the best deal that we could have got for Butler, but like. The fact that him and Tobias both don't just, like, no hesitation, just rip threes kind of hurts. It's a problem. Yeah, I agree. I uh, And I think, you, I think Joe, you mentioned earlier that Tobias barely shooting threes in these scrimmages is a problem. I, I completely agree. I think he definitely needs to let it launch for the spacing. But it's totally neutralized by how good <laughs> Furkan Korkmaz is. <laughs> he, he's so important. He's our bomber. He's the only bomber he's, on the whole he's team. He's the bomber that they grew. <laughs> I love Before his, his like, shaggy-ass hair. He's the, he's the great – he reminds me of like – I don't know. Spike said he reminds – if you guys listen to the podcast, he said he reminds him of like a, a Jewish kid he went to school with. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I feel I, like – honestly, He reminds me – he reminds me of Guy Shamir right now. What a shout out. Uh, I, I honestly thought you were going to say like Marco Bellinelli or something. Well, he is. He's, he's that too. I mean, player-wise, like he's, it's the same exact game. Me, the same exact game. Me and June were talking that another weird thing this year. If Furkan Korkmaz didn't break out kind of this year, we are, we're screwed. We're, we're totally screwed. We didn't even want him on the team to begin the season. He demanded a trade. <laughs> he demanded, oh, my God. He demanded a trade. Wait, didn't he sign with the Turkish team before, like this year? That was the report, but then I guess it never actually happened. And then the Sixers struck out on people, I guess, and they just, all right, we'll take you back. And I don't think he played until Shake Milton got hurt early, correct? I don't know. Was that this year that he hit the buzzer beater? (laughs) Portland? That That was like game three, right? That was game five. That made us five. five. Ah. The road trip. Oh, my God. Ages ago. That was literally ages ago. Jesus, that was his coming out party. That was it. That was it. He's been like the one of the few bright spots all year. But he, yeah. he's like I a mean, real NBA player. Yeah, I mean, since we're already talking about him, I mean, you see him in these scrimmages. He he looks like he's got all the confidence in the world. He's he's uh he's doing his pump fake step back. He's they're all budding on it, and I think that's really gonna help us. Didn't he drop it's, like against Memphis or the Pelicans or maybe back to back games like thirty points? Yes, he did. He, had, he dropped thirty something. He dropped thirty something on the Grizzlies. The, their announcers said it um, in the, at the scrimmage the other day. They, they, were, they were talking about when the teams played in the regular season, yeah. and Cork Mize dropped like thirty five or something on. You know what they call that game, right? What the, they call it the Make It Rain game because uh, Serena interviewed him. Oh uh, yeah, and, and asked him like what he, how he felt. He's like, oh, I was just I was just making it rain. Oh my god, so he's so cool. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I I liked how he looked um, so far in the scrimmages because I, I early in the season I didn't know if he was going to play valuable playoff minutes and now it's like he how can he not? Yeah, like if he doesn't, then we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We we need him. We need him. He's the only before. I mean, JJ was a bomber. Cub was a bomber. Dario was a bomber. Bellinelli was a bomber. Like we had all bombers, and now he's the only one. If he gets hurt. 
it's Matisse. I mean, Matisse shoots him, but he doesn't make him. <laughs> but he's <laughs> he's definitely not shy about it, which is important. He needs yeah, to have yeah. no conscience when he shoots. Matisse is probably like average, I'd say. At shooting? At the three-point. He's probably around average. At He got hot early on, but I'd say Matisse <laughs> yeah. is more – he's probably more of an average three-point shooter. He was shooting I'm like sure 50% early on. Be, oh, yeah, he was hot. I'm sure he'll end up being good, but he's still so young. I mean, it's so, it's so new. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe at these, well, I think the rotation is it's if there's an eight man rotation, it's the starting, the new starting five, and then the three guys off the bench are Matisse, Furkan, and Al. And that's great. I think, you know, Al and, Al and Furkan are always the first two subs off the bench for, uh, for Shake and Joel. And that bends the backup point guard. Toby slides to the four. Burke and uh, and uh, Glenn Robinson the third fall out of the rotation, and we gave up three second round picks for them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it all feels perfect to me. on brand. <laughs> so, uh, all right, moving on to I can't believe it's uh, it's taken us thirty minutes to talk about this, but uh, Ben Simmons shot two threes <laughs> in the first game, and then zero. Ooh. And then <laughs> let's talk about the first game first. <laughs> Because I, I, I'm i actually kind of upset we didn't get a podcast in before the scrimmages start because I would have loved to hear us all depressed oh, and kind of like not happy about the season beginning. And then and then they played well, and now we're kind of positive right now. Yeah, this, this is positive. I uh, It was great. I, I didn't expect it. I really didn't I think didn't. he was going to do didn't. it. Yeah. I, I was official uh, officially team coward. Like how many times do we have to see this movie? Like you, you have to shoot it, and he's he's only going to do it when he plays with Embiid, because when Embiid's off the floor, they want to play downhill and just run, and we want the ball in his hands in transition. I'm I'm fine with like when he's on when he's running the fast break and whips it out to somebody for three. I'm I'm okay with that. They if they if they're gonna shoot it, if if they know that they have to bombs away when they catch the pass, then it's great. Right. I mean that's that was our bread and butter with, with JJ and Covington, but. Um, yeah, I mean, but when Embiid's on the floor, if, if he's going to do that, I mean, we really have a chance yeah, to win the whole gonna, thing. If he's going to play the four, he, ha- he has to. Let's just yeah, say I had – I put on 100 bucks on us to win the finals in the preseason <laughs> that I, like, just said was lost money, and now I'm going to double down. Okay. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll touch that with you. Don't touch that with you. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I, I, I think me and June might be on the same page. As like, I, I cannot get that excited yet. And I think well, I never will. I think rule number – I've said it multiple times on Twitter. Rule number one of being a Sixers fan is you don't, you don't get confident. Well, listen to how crazy this is. Before the exhibitions, it was 100 bucks to win $2,400. And now, after probably just the first game – it is a hundred to win, uh, twelve hundred dollars. So it's been chopped wow. in half. Wow! What? Based on I still take that. I still take. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean it's still a free twelve hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll put t- I'll put two fifty on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh baby! Oh god! Yeah, let's go. Who do I have to Venmo? Who do I have to Venmo? <laughs> We're really gearing towards away from the get excited. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm head I'm head over heels after this weekend. I'm uh, oh god, it was great. It was so I had so much fun. I don't care. They blew the leads when right. when, our, when the when the guys were in, they they looked 
good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I admittedly, I miss I miss the second game. So Jude, I have I have Lottie, and uh, Lottie's getting excited, and then we got Mudbones <laughs> over here, gonna bet his uh, life savings on them. <laughs> yeah. I am. Jude, how how are you feeling? <laughs> Yeah, I'm with Mudbones. I'm head over heels. I, really? Gee, I, you're the I, negative I, guy with me. <laughs> well, well, we, well, we haven't lost a real game yet. <laughs> yeah, true. we've only we played two scrimmages. This is so... Of course, I'm, I'm excited after two scrimmages. This is what we do. We get our hopes up and then we right. get let down. The story of our lives. Uh, and I, I've been, I've been, I've gone, I've gone full boomer with you this year, I think. I, I've been more negative yeah, than ever in my life this year. Right. Same. Yeah, but, that's true. It's, I this know, is, this is I different. I did, right. I did this to you, Vlade, because you were you were you were always the one who talked me off the edge. Yeah, and, well, uh, well, all the after so many ridiculous things happen, I just sometimes you just got nothing left. I like all these people, all these people not shooting. It's just like all right. There's obviously something is going on here that's like otherworldly, like supernatural. Like how does this keep <laughs> happening? Why why are these basketball players not shooting? Like <laughs> it just doesn't. It's it's a simulation. This is a glitch in the code, and, and it's the whole. You know, we know. We, we should have been doing this podcast. This is great. I feel so <laughs> we good. We should have been, we should have followed this whole wild ride along, but exactly. hey, it's uh we're starting it now. But uh, better late than never. Better late than never. Right. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I, I am very excited. The fact that I really didn't think Ben was gonna shoot. And I mean, you already, you guys already talked about how it would probably open up a lot of things for us. Um, but then he comes out game two and doesn't shoot at all. And my first reaction—I didn't watch the game. You guys did, but uh, my first reaction was, "Here we go again." Is that how I should feel or no? I didn't watch either. I can't chime in. <laughs> but I did check that box score, praying to see one, even if it is not that important. I don't know. Is, uh, um, is there a reason he didn't shoot them? Like, did he not have to? Is it? I mean, you did say our starters kind of cooked them anyway. So, yeah, there wasn't much. We were we were running. I mean, we were out running. There wasn't much half court offense. And when there, because because there's no Embiid. I mean, I think like if, when Embiid's not in the game, they're just it's like a it's going to be a track meet. And you know, there's not going to be much half court. And we were just we were running all over, and we were forcing turnovers. Matisse had like he must have had like three steals and three blocks today like it was just i feel i felt like they just kept getting out and running like every chance they got and there were it's like not like he passed up maybe there was one he could have taken but i mean it's not like he had like all these looks and he was just passing them up he just i just didn't really yeah see him uh you know in the spot which i think is more important like yeah i'll still be annoyed if he's literally wide open from three and like awkwardly passes up on the shot but i'm at this point in the camp at like Ben is far from a problem for our team. Like, our problem is the players he's surrounded by. Ben is still fucking a phenomenal player. Exactly. And literally, like, everything. Yeah. Um, I don't Coward. Know. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope... I, so, you know how they're, they're, they have all these... What's Joe, What's do you know what the over-under for how many threes he takes during this whole thing? Or... I no, I'm not sure. I might have saw something, but I didn't pay. I don't know. Spike <laughs> I, tweeted something. I would say before this all started, and we obviously saw him no hesitate shoot those two threes in the game. I I had no confidence he was going to shoot because uh, we like, like Dave said we we've seen this before. He they talks about he shoots them in practice. 
he shoots him in warm-ups, and then he goes out, and Brett Brown, in, like, what, November, literally asked him to shoot one game, one three per game, and he responded by not taking one single three for the entire rest of the year. That was yeah, it? Yeah, I, I hated all of that. That it, hurt bad. It was, it was cringeworthy. Like, how, how, like, what's the locker room like? Like, how do you, do they acknowledge that to each other? Like, what, what's going on there? It was, it was... One of the many it must have been things. awkward. It had to be. Must right. have been awkward. And uh, absolutely, that's why I think a lot of people think if we don't get past the second round or maybe into the finals, that Brett might be gone next year. So, I mean, I it looks like they've. I mean, Brett said they made an internal decision, or it was it was pretty vague. What you said that Ben made pretty a, weird comment. Yeah, an internal decision. So maybe this is the beginning of a. Ben Simmons. I certainly hope so. <laughs> that would be really good, really good for us if, if this was a new Ben Simmons. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that I other ob, obviously other than the threes, he he looked magnificent. He was all over the court on defense. Uh, he had he's so good nine assists as the as the point forward in the last game, and then today he almost had a triple double. He just fucked around and got a triple double basically. Just going through the motions. He was always, we know he was always supposed to be the power forward. I mean, that's why they made the trade for Fultz. I mean, it was going to be Fultz, JJ, Cove, Ben, Joel, and then Fultz forgot how to shoot, right. and they didn't. It was he's just TJ. Right. <laughs> it was just TJ. So right. all right, let's make this guy the point guard. And they tried it for a couple years, two years, three years. How yeah. long did they do it for? And two uh, years? Uh, basically three year, three and a half years. But uh, this is his two, third two year, half, right? Two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Two I'm, and a half years they tried it. And, I'm really uh, glad you know. brought that up because uh, there was a lot of. Do you remember the quote a couple of weeks ago where Brett was just like, oh, "We didn't have Chris Paul, we didn't have Damian Lillard, so like, fuck it, we gave it to Ben Simmons." Then exactly. Uh, I, he got a lot of heat for that. Like, are they just like fucking around and thought they were just experimenting <clears throat> with Ben at point guard? But I'm pretty sure. Early on, Ben was referring to himself as a point guard, and I'm sure they wouldn't have done it if Ben wasn't on board with it. Yeah, he was agree? adamantly calling himself yeah. a point guard. <laughs> mm-hmm. He even he had uh, Matty Cord call, like, make sure to announce him point guard Ben Simmons in the opening intros. Yeah, I think it was a little, I don't know, maybe it was a little ego thing at first, but I think he's like, I truly believe he's like okay with his role, and like, he says it like, as long as we're winning. Like I, I don't think he's like bullshitting. I, I do genuinely believe that. Like his last his last interview where he was like, uh, you know, put me wherever, I'll still get the baskets, I'll still make plays, I'll still make the assists and all that stuff. Like I think Ben will stay here for his career unless our us fans like continue to push him away. <laughs> well, you know we're gonna push him away. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Unless he shoots, if he shoots, he'll be a hero. I mean, he he will be the best player in the NBA if he just does it. Yeah, I, he doesn't I, have to make it at a high clip. I know, uh, I know we've kind of slandered Ben in the past, but I, th- I really do think it was kind of tongue in cheek. But I, I really do think, I really hope he's a Sixer for the rest of his life. Um, I do too. We're lucky to have him. We're lucky to have him. Uh, and the Lakers will be lucky to have him too for the, for his prime. <laughs> you guys know my take. He's he's definitely going to the Lakers post LeBron. Oh yeah, there's no it's clutch. If he. How about just Ben get us a championship and you can go wherever the fuck you want? Nah, I need him here forever. 
I just, Once we get one, I'm right. I'm gonna want a million. Oh no no! Get I I told you guys this. If get me one champion, it could be this stupid cast, this stupid ass COVID championship. I'll never need a championship ever again. Yeah, well, this is this is obviously how we're gonna win the championship. I mean, we'll we'll never win a normal one. Yeah, cause yeah. there is no because there is no such thing as normal for us. Yeah. So this is it. I mean, this is for us. If our if this clunky disaster of power forwards and centers was ever gonna work, it's in a. It's, it's now. The time is now. You know. Playing pickup ball in a bubble. Yeah, let's, this, let's this muddy, starts let's, down. <laughs> let's muddy it up. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to the predictions, but uh, I want to talk about uh, Tobias next. <laughs> oh, uh, you guys know I'm a not a big, not the biggest Toby guy, uh, so I kind of wanted to hear from Jude what he thought of uh, Tobias this these past two games. Well, the first game, he was spectacular. He was making all of those mid ranges. His little post, uh, post turnaround jumper. Uh, but today, man, he came back to his. He looks like old Toby. To the regular Toby, the the next bound Toby. He had he was guarding Chris Paul one possession before the second quarter ended, and Chris Paul did one just simple crossover move and just blew by him. Like, oh my gosh, here we go again. <laughs> I, I mean, I will say, I do think he got, like, compared to last year or his, his previous years of his career, I think he did kind of focus on defense a lot more, and he wasn't, like, a turnstile. I mean, he wasn't great, but I do think he improved a little bit more. Um, but, you, I mean, you guys know how I feel about Tobias. Uh, I just, I think I think it really is the, the fact that he's making $100 million, $180 million, right? That really hurts, and I although he might not be a problem, I don't know if he's a solution. Does that make sense? That's exactly it. I right. mean, he is he is what he is. He's gonna score 19 points a game. He's good. He's very good. He's never gonna make an All Star team. He's the 11th highest play. The, pro, the, <laughs> the reason why it's bad on the basketball court is because he doesn't compliment the guys. I yes. mean. Exactly. Ben and Joel, we just talked about bombers. Like that's what it has to be all bombers. And right. like, it, it's funny that Ben's now officially a power forward. That like, so we have two power forwards and two centers on max contracts. <laughs> like, it's just there's it's the it's Toby's always going to get the raw end of the deal for me on the court mm-hmm. because of that. He just doesn't right. compliment. He's not the compliment we need. He's a fine player. Very good. Right. And, and a good person. An team. And a, oh, great, oh, well, yeah, great yeah. person. Great person. Top, top five in the league for for culture and locker room. And and Matisse's vlogs made me realize that I had no idea how how great he was. And uh, it may be it might be weird and awkward in there if it wasn't for him and O'Quinn and Matisse because I don't know Ben and Joel are just don't seem to be those guys. Yeah. Like disappointingly, pretty absent from uh, Matisse's vlog videos. It's because they got rid of all the. It's they're all gone. TJ Covington, Dario. Yeah, it TJ, all comes back Jimmy. to TJ. Yeah. It really does. I TJ truly believe there. that. You can't just fucking get rid of the glue. And like, and, I, I'm not even kidding. I think he, I think TJ was a huge part of bridging like Embiid and Simmons and the rest of, and even Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Dario had their 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 love connection thing. Like that's they were the. I mean the the. Energy we're talking about now with with Tobias O'Quinn and, and Matisse as being like these glue guys in the locker room, that's the co- same camaraderie that 
key, all the process guys had, and they all loved it. And then, like, you know, they grew together. They went through all the losing together. And then all of a sudden, Embiid looks around, and they're all gone. They're all gone. It's just him and Ben and all these new dudes. And, like, you know, it's not the same – it's not the same clubhouse as it was. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of picturing, like, <laughs> Embiid in that, like, the last episode of Fresh Prince when Will Smith's looking around the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's just looking around and everyone's gone. Like, his his best friend. I think he was probably closest with, like, JJ, TJ, and Jimmy and Dario. And with him, and I think even Covington, they seemed to get along real well, too. And they, in, what, a year? They were all gone. They were just in it together forever. Like, you naturally are going to have an affinity to these people. And then you just have new teammates every six months. Like, how are you supposed to... And TJ was the fucking man. Don't count that out. And on top of that, they Elton Brand, he neutered him. I mean, Joel was like... What made him so good was that he was talking shit and, like, punking Andre Drummond and all these dudes and like playing like with an edge and having fun and then they they know he needs to be more mature we gotta joel's got to be more mature so we're gonna bring in al horford who's the most boring fucking you know professional in the history of of basketball still hasn't said black lives matter you know nothing nothing he's he's the worst and they and he wants supposed to be like al and he can't be be his fun loving self anymore and he's neutered they cut his balls off and he's getting them back he's getting them back because they're all in summer camp right now and it's it's good it's good for that whole thing and and Embiid's not going to play well if he's not having fun he's got to be himself I don't I never want to take a superstar and take away what makes him himself and expect him to play at the same level or or beyond that it just it doesn't make any sense but I mean I, I really do truly believe Al Al might be the guy who took who sucked away all the fun because he was alluding to in the beginning of the year people telling him he has to kind of behave himself and watch what he does. Yeah, probably fuck that. Uh, yeah, probably after the the Carl Anthony Towns fight and it's like yeah seriously fuck that who gives a shit. That was the last that we saw. That shit. was the last time he had fun. That was the last time he had fun before probably probably when they sent Al Horford to the bench and he had that big game versus Atlanta. Um, and then now he looks like he's having fun, which makes me happy. Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough year, tough year. But um, you know, I think uh, I think they're they're trending in the right direction right now at the right time. And talking TJ gets me so worked up. What what was his contract with Indiana? Uh, two years. I think it was two years and maybe like something like five or six million each, maybe. I I so would. I would have taken out a, a loan and paid him that. <laughs> what do you say we the contract just... was, Jim? Two years, seven million. Oh wow! So three three point five million a year. Oh my. Yeah, God. we could have just we could have given him that and not given up three second round picks to not play Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, logic logic doesn't apply anymore. So uh. I understand. Honestly, would have had James Ennis. I would have rather had James Ennis than than Glenn Robinson. James Ennis, you took a pay cut to stay at the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he did. He took a pay, he was, he take a pay to cut. Back. Oh man. He wanted to run That's it back. Sad. And uh, I like they, James Ennis. I, I think I think he was uh, he he in the playoffs he was pretty good. He hustled. He, I mean Kawhi cooked him. But he cooked everyone. But <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything but about he that. He was he was getting offensive. Re- he was. He, 
at a crazy rate for uh, a wing was getting offensive rebounds and all over the place. And uh, I mean, that's the, I don't want to talk about James Allen that for that much, but but I've but, yeah. I've seen in the few minutes I've watched of this preseason, like Alec Burke seems kind of cool. Like he pulls, has a quick shot, and isn't scared to pull trigger. Yeah, like, that's it, all I really want to see. It's kind of nice to have we someone. Need. Yeah, do that because a, com- everyone, a combo guard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice to have see someone have like a little bit of a quick trigger, but as June says, he kind of maybe the trigger is a little too quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little too cocky maybe. I know. Uh, you you gotta go soon, Joe. So uh, or, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sorry, jump I'm sorry, right now. <laughs> anything, yeah, <laughs> anything you would like to say as your uh, your closing words for the first official episode? Um, I don't like not even as an act. I'm like truly think that my bet is going to cash and we will win this championship. Wow. I mean, I know I could also bet that my mind will be changed the first like cold streak we go on from three. Like, it's going to take a two and two for 33 point game that we're due for, and then I'll just probably give up again. But. For now, I'm confident, and I hope this confidence will last a lot longer. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I got to jump. I got a, got a little uh, call of duty that the teammates are waiting me waiting on me for. <laughs> Wait, is this including the uh, the GF? Oh uh, yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> we're always playing. All right, we're yeah. live on Twitch. I'll send you guys the link after. Yeah, right, send it like we'll attach it to the description. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. I'll do this anytime. This is ours. We can plug anything in the hell we want. (laughs) All right. All right, Jeff. Peace out, guys. See ya. All right, guys. I think we, if you guys don't mind, I'm willing to go like until we reach, like, we'll go like another 12 minutes, reach an hour point. Yeah. You guys have time? All right, cool. Um, All right, let's, uh, we'll transition to the next topic, I guess. And that's uh, Shake. I really wanted to talk about Shake here because, uh, I'm a, little, I'm a little worried that we're relying so much on a basically a rookie. But, uh, you know, those, those last, what, nine games he played before we went on this COVID break, he looked electric, right? I mean, he's dropped 39 points versus the Clippers. He looked like every he looked like what we needed from Fultz. <laughs> and then we had this break. And then they talk about because we, we just scratched the surface with him seeing him in the lineup, and I don't think we've even seen him fully with with all of Embiid uh, and Simmons and Tobias all healthy. So he he might if it's not Josh Richardson, Shake Milton is probably the X factor, right? Yeah, I, yeah, you said it, man. I mean, it, he, it's great because he's got the skill set. You know, he's the, he's the missing piece in that regard. But the problem is he's Shake Milton. <laughs> he was the he was the 52nd pick in the draft or whatever he was. And uh, he, he is now our our the, the key to the making this whole thing work. Yeah, um, I, um, I I know he he was kind of he was higher up on the boards in the draft. If I'm if if I remember correctly, uh, he did drop for some reason. I, I think someone said he had like a bad a bad scrimmage during the combine or something. Uh, but you're right. He's not, he's not, he's not like Brad Beal or some shit coming in and being the savior, but we're kind of looking at him to be the, sh- the the savior because hey, we're hoping he makes everything fit. 
This is where stars are born. You, you learn how to swim. You got to jump in the deep end, right? Throw them in the fire. Right. Let him rise to the occasion, and you know we gotta we gotta steal. I mean, I think he's a play. I mean, ideal ideally he's your backup point guard, and then you're really in right. good shape. But mm-hmm. you know, this is he kind of. But his game reminds me of Drew Holiday. He kind of reminds me of a young Drew Holiday. Oh, I could see that. Wow. He's, he's got the yeah. height. He's like lanky. He good. Oh my God! It's, isn't it nice to have someone else to <laughs> dribble and shoot? Yeah. It's great. It's the best thing ever. It's basketball. It's unbelievable. He's normal. This is a thing. He's, he's yeah. normal. He's a, he's an NBA player, and uh, uh, he he's on he's on a hanky special. He's he's, he's on, on a special. team options for the next four years, like one point five million a year. Oh, it's God. like who signed him to that? Yeah, his agent is. Was it, was it uh, we got a, wow. We got the Steph Curry. Yeah, Elton. I mean, I got wow. a credit Elton. Credit. Right, it's Elton. like Elton drafted Matisse, and he. Signed Shake. I guess he drafted Shake too. Him and I, well, no, that was that was Brett. Brett drafted. I think Shake it was a Brett draft. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. Oh. It was a uh, Zaire Smith who, God bless him, has been a disaster. Uh, Landry, uh, who I missed the hell out of him because he would have been perfect. Um, and we got fucking Tobias for him anyway. Um, <laughs> and I'm and, 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 and I can't, guys. I can't. <laughs> Don't don't, don't make me cry. Um. Anyway, we could have maxed him. <laughs> um, but I know watching him out there, he looked he looked confident in his three. He was stepping in threes. He was dribbling into threes, and you know he stretched the four. And um, I am I I am sneakily excited for him because we he has the skill set that it seemed like we've been missing this year. And it does suck that we're relying on such a young player. But like we said, this is. We we have the stars and the talent, and we just kind of need things to fit. And if things exactly. fit, you know, who knows what happens? But uh, I, I mean, what do you think, June? Did you, how did you, did you like what you saw from uh, Shake the past two games? Yeah, man, it kind of resembles where he left off before this COVID. But I think you pointed out well, like with the playoffs looming, do we really get? this rookie guy to, you know, is he going to be able to play with all that pressure? But then when you kind of think about it, the pressure kind of shouldn't be there because, you know, we need Ben and Joel right. to it perform. should be on them. Right. And Tobias, you know, he's got to get his money's worth. Yeah, fucking Mr. 180 should have all the and, pressure in the world. <laughs> fucking asshole. And Shake's just got to, you know, I think he can just play whatever he, like, needs to, like, Ah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I think that's a good transition to what our expectations are for this. Uh, what we're calling the COVID Cup. What do you think? What do you guys think is going to happen? Got you. Oh man. I, well, you know and you know what? I don't pitch out of it. I want. I want a prediction. A prediction already? I want a prediction. What's your I gut say feeling? Eastern Conference Finals. Ooh, versus the, um, I'm assuming the Bucks. Yeah. Was that way? We have to finish what six seed to play them in. in the no, finals? we would have to. We'd have to be. Um, yeah, six seed. Sorry, we would have to be six seed. Yeah, I think I don't know who we're gonna play, but so you Eastern think we're gonna Conference stay finals. in the six seed? Oh, see, that's where it gets a little tricky. 
because I don't know if we're going to win all, all right. our games. All right, let's break it down then. Do you, where are we going to? We have eight games. Pretty easy schedule that screams five and three to me. <laughs> um, but how are we going to do those games? And where? Okay, where do you think we're going to be seated at the end of the eight games? I have a feeling we're going to be four or five. That's my gut feeling. Four or five. All right, and then Dave, what do you think? I think uh, we're six right now, and we would play Boston if it started today, right? I, yeah, oh, and I, I would not survive a first-round <laughs> matchup. With Could you imagine Boston. that? I'd, oh, I'd die before the that series ended. Yeah. It's either going to be that or Jimmy Butler in the first round. Both are terrible. I mean, <laughs> if we lose either one, that's it. I mean, who would you it's all over. play? It's not easy. Fuck it. it. Fuck it. Boston. Boston. Give oh, me wow. all that. Give me all wow. that. I mean, it's our, no, this is our, we stole Al Horford. We stole Matisse from them. We have to kick their ass. We have to kick their asses. Wow. We have to, we have to establish our dominance and it starts with, with getting over the hump with Boston. So bring them on. I want to play Boston. I think we move up to the fifth seed. We knock Boston out of the first round. I think we sweep Boston in the first round. What? And I think, yeah, write this all down. I think we sweep the Celtics in the first round. We had this recorded. (laughs) I think we, (laughs) I think we, Jesus. I think we, I think my, my official prediction. They'll say something in the finals. You think we lose in the finals? To the Clippers. Oh, okay. To the Clippers? To the Clippers. Wow. That is uh, that is something. Another Kawhi uh, heartbreaker, yep. huh? Oh, don't do that to yep. me. Oh, no. So, all right, Dave, we got you on record saying you think we play Boston first round. Yep, we're gonna sweep, we them. sweep Boston out of the first round. Who we got? Best, to- you know, best couple weeks of our lives, and then uh, oh, I, <coughs> we I, run- I could probably die happy there. Oh yeah, that's that's a championship to me. Not knocking know, Boston out of the first round, and then uh, I don't know who we play the rest of. The, I don't know how the seeds shake so you, out, but you think I think we, we go to the finals. I think, dude, I think this is it, man. I think uh, I think Ben's going to be shooting threes, and that's that's always been that's always been the missing piece. I mean, it's the floodgates are going to open. I mean, we're we're too much. We're too much with with Horford or one of Horford or Embiid on the floor at all times, and Ben willing to shoot threes. Off, off the catch. I mean, we're going to run through everybody. I really think so. I love it. Man, I, Dave. I actually, actually kind of love it. Um, Dave, Lottie's back. Dave's back. I'm, oh, my God. I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> oh, he's back. Never he's been more he's alive. feeling alive. <laughs> I love the it. The philosophy of not getting excited. Oh, my God. It's too hard when, <laughs> Dave, then, when Dave talks. <laughs> we're, we're you know, I'm a, what can I say? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I'm a, 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 a sucker, really. I'm a sucker. That's what it is. All right. You sucked me in, man. All right, June, would you, you said we lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, so would you like to revise your prediction? I'm all in. You're... Let's, let's win it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, it's God. fitting, man. It's, it's, un, it's unprecedented times. We have a very unprecedented team. It's, right. it's a... Perfect, you know, perfect story, man. Weird ass team for this weird ass fucking year. <laughs> oh, guys, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm really like, this is gonna hurt me to say. First but round exit. I, uh, I knew it. No, I think it's. 
Uh, no, I, I'm not there yet. I I'm I'm ex- I hate being this. I hate being negative. I hate it all. But I just it's just who I am. I'm negative nuge. Uh, I I they every time every t- I'm gonna go on a rant. I'm sorry. Every time I get excited about the Sixers, they never meet the expectations. Uh, it's it's dated back to Chris Webber. And uh, Elton Brand ruining okay. my life for the first time, and and Evan Turner and Andrew Bynum and all this stupid shit and Jimmy Butler. Uh, I think it's a second round exit. I think I think we're oh. gonna I think we're gonna <coughs> jump up to four or five. I think we're going to beat the Heat, maybe six or seven. I think it's gonna be pretty close. Um, just to make a sweat, and then I think we're gonna play Milwaukee. I think. I think we're going to give them a hell of a series, but I think Milwaukee will beat us in seven in round two. But there is this, we have what? One more scrimmage. We got one more scrimmage and then we have the eight games. So I'm sure my mind is going to change and I'm sure even at some point I'm going to go all in, which I always do. Uh, Especially Juno's because we were at game three versus the Raptors. Which was my favorite moment of my life. <laughs> was and that when he when he threw down that windmill dunk? I mean, was that your was that your best, was that the most electric moment you've ever been a part of in that building? That is easily not even close, not even close. Um, wow. I, and I'd say second was probably Embiid's first game. Oh, remember that? That which was, we Turn, were all there, including Joe. Turnaround jumper, and that, and then was, he blocked Westbrook. Oh. That was the loudest I've ever had that stadium until the MB windmill. And wow. uh, we were we were on we were flying high. We MB was doing his airplane. Fucking Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard were so upset they went to insomnia cookies. We thought we had them, but then me and June kept saying game four is if there's a game that we blow it, it's game four. And game four is why I hate Tobias Harris. Uh, Oh, I uh, I'm sorry to go on this rant, but uh, I uh, I'm sure I'll go all in at some point. But that my official lock it in prediction is I think we're gonna get bounced in the second round, uh, and I do not think Brett will be back next year. Obviously, Stan um, Van Gundy, Stan Van Gundy, who's been trying to do this whole woke Twitter thing. I'm pretty sure to try to get Tobias to like him. You guys been uh, lobbying hard. Yeah, and Tobias is like you said the vocal leader. So our next coach is going to be Stan Van Gundy. Well, he they already have a relationship. He coached he coached him in Detroit when he was coach GM in Detroit. He traded Tobias for Blake Griffin. <laughs> it's all there. Oh, it's 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 <clears throat> the writing's on the wall. But uh, I I really I'm so even with me being negative, I'm so excited to see how this plays out. And who who the fuck knows? It might be weird enough for the Sixers to win this whole damn thing because they are a weird fucking team and it might be the time. I want you guys to close your eyes and envision what I'm about to tell you. <clears throat> Let's do this. Eyes closed. That's cool. The year, the year is 2024. 20, it's the playoffs. It's uh, April 15th. Pack fans, we got a vaccine. Everyone's back to normal. Playoffs. Uh, Sixers starting lineup. Shake Milton. 
Matisse Thibel, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Tob- <laughs> Tobias Harris at the four. And 38-year-old Al Horford at the five. <laughs> Head coach, Stan Van Gundy. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. We don't, oh, this hurts. We don't have our first-round pick. <laughs> We're down 3-1 in the series. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't believe I just I just, do, I just wait, went to, to a dark place. Wait, do we have really, a championship really before place. then? Or no? <laughs> we're COVID champions. We're, we're, this this is our I'll this is it. for us, guys. Oh, I'm this happy. So, I'll um, take it. This is so weird that it's we're obviously going to win the championship. I mean, I changed my – we're going to beat the clip. We're going to beat Kawhi in the, in the finals. I I don't – I feel like I'm kind of trolling. I love Trolling it. when no, I say we lose no, the clip. I'm locking in. I'm locking in. You have the Sixers winning the championship. <laughs> Revenge over Kawhi, and I, yeah, I, I think I told you guys if, like a few weeks ago. I had a vision of because we uh, no, it was it was when the last the last dance was happening, and you saw the video of Michael Jordan hugging the championship. I think it was his first championship, and he's crying and all that stuff. I had the vision that it was Embiid hugging the trophy. They were spraying him with champagne, and he's crying. And I cannot get that vision out of my head, and I need it to happen so badly. Like, I, I, I need, need that. It. I need that whole image as a fat head on my wall. I need. <laughs> and I've already seen some with Brett Brown, Brett Brown. Brett Brown hugging his leg oh, like, like Jeff Van Gundy was getting. Yeah, when or no, remember when Jeff Van Gundy was getting dragged by Alonzo Mourning? Yeah. <laughs> like Brett, like Brett, like trying to hug Embiid, but he's just too in the moment with the trophy. Brett's just hanging on to him. If, uh, also crying. If you remember the first, his Brett's first playoff victory, the the series victory, where uh, they all shower oh. him with champagne. Oh man! And then Dude. Brett literally kisses Embiid on the chest. My my heart, melted. <laughs> my Dude, heart yes. completely melted. I need I I love Brett so much. I'm a big. You guys know I'm, I'm a huge Brett guy. I love these. Like, yeah. If you look at if they weren't such a weird fucking team, you look at all these guys and you like them. Like Tobias is a great guy. Embiid's a fucking awesome. You want to cheer for Ben. Brett has been through thick and thin. Like I, I really need them to win a championship. I really do. Dude, if they if if a Brett Brown coach Sixers team wins the championship, if like if they if they really pull off this COVID cup, I'll 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 trade my soul right now. If we do this right now and win this thing, I'll my my terrible prophecy of the twenty twenty four eight seed can come true. I would I would trade. I would trade that for the COVID championship they could, they I, could, in a heartbeat. They could be that team for the next 10 years after they win a championship. I don't give a fuck. Give yeah, me, give as me long as we get the ring. Give me the fucking COVID uh, championship. Um, well, the rules are if the Sixers win, it's the best championship of all time. If they don't, then it's a, it's an asterisk and the season was dumb. Uh, well, here's the, here's, dude, here's the thing about that, man. Like, I think that this is, this is really – like everyone's been talking like, oh, whoever wins it, it's going to be an asterisk. I don't think so. This this watching watching these scrimmages and just thinking about how intense this is going to get, I think it's going to be like, in some ways, just on a neutral court. It's almost like more fair. It's like more of a okay. Let's really see who the best team is. There's no outside distractions. They can't, you know, Kawhi and, and Lowry can't go to Insomnia Cookies at three in the morning. Lou Williams can't. <laughs> Lou Williams can't go to the strip club after the game. Like everybody is is locked into this into this into this bubble, and it's. You know, best man wins. Best team wins. I love like, it. let's really see. Take away all outside distractions, and let's see who the best team is. I like, I, I think, uh, I think it's going to get pretty, pretty intense as it goes on, and I'm, I'm really excited. I, uh, I 
100% agree. I do think this might be one of the more interesting things that ever happened in sports. And I do think it might be even harder than a regular championship, just like the whole layoff from the season and all the uncertainty and the neutral courts, and no one really knows what's going to happen. Uh, I'm really excited to see what happens. Um, so, I, you know what? I think this is actually a, a great time to start this podcast because this is we're going to look back at 2020 and be like, that was a weird fucking year. And it's going to be kind of cool to look back at what the hell happened during one of the weirdest things in sports that's ever happened. So uh, I'm looking forward to the ride, you guys. Same. Any, uh, Same. Great, great first episode. Yeah. Good. Uh, any, uh, I think we covered a lot and, uh, we're going to cover so much more cause we're going to read uh, even throughout this whole episode, we were revisiting, uh, traumatic experiences that has happened at, during our entire, uh, fanship with the Sixers. But, uh, we'll definitely revisit a lot of stupid moments and as well as talk about the current Sixers, uh, and I think it's going to be a fun ride. I mean, if, if nothing comes from this, I think it's, I think we're going to have a lot of fun and we'll do this once a week or whatever. And I think we're, I truly believe it's going to be fun. Yeah. I love, I love that idea. We should, we'll, we'll add things as we go. Like we could add, we'll like, add uh, definitely add segments. Like we should all, every episode, we should all bring up like one weird thing that's happened. One of the thousand <laughs> weird things that have happened. And like, at the end of it, like at the end of the bubble, like once that the when the season's over, we'll go back and like pick the worst one. We'll yeah. like Joe will rank them. You know, we'll have like a "Do you remember?" segment. But uh, yes, yeah. do you guys uh, have any closing statements? Go ahead, June. Uh, well, I think the main goal is kind of stay healthy. Yes. Till till the start of the playing games or regular season games, or whatever we're calling these now. So until then, I think, yeah, just stay healthy, please. Amen. Amen. Exactly. You're next. Um, I mean, I would definitely second that. Let's pray for health here. You know, I I, I really believe Embiid's calf is fine. I think uh, I I think that they, you know, it's he's fine. (laughs) He's fine. He's got to be fine. And uh, yeah, I I, you know I, I said everything. I said everything that I think I wanted to say. You know, I think this is uh, the the weirdness of this whole situation fits into our weirdness in general, and uh, all the weird situations we always find ourselves in. I, I think it's the perfect storm. And I think June, I'll I'll toss it back to you because I think we we got to end on uh, what's for dinner, right, or what what we have for dinner tonight. Yes. Oh. If not, if, if nothing special, what uh, what's something you're gonna have for dinner this week that has you particularly excited? I like it. Oh, I'm getting ready for that pizza again for the next game. <laughs> what pizza? What the fuck are you talking about? The frozen pizza that I always get yeah, no from, <laughs> from Whole Foods. No one else fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> what do you so get? What my... do you get? An, 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 a nice Amy's pizza? No, I get the I get their uh, whole Whole Foods brand Supreme Pizza. That's my go-to. Oh wow! For, <laughs> how long for, you, for all the how games. long you how long you put in the oven for? Well done. You well done, uh, guy, or no? Yeah, extra crispy. 18 minutes at oh, 400. Okay. I, I, I can yes. do that. I love that. You always got always to gotta cook the frozen pizzas longer than Yo, they I think, on the box. Agree I think more. When, you, when you cook it longer, it kind of kills the lactose. <laughs> so, like, it's not as uh, – doesn't upset my stomach as much. Ah, oh, beautiful. Whatever works for you, man. Happy to hear that. Dave, you were, uh, you were cooking up a storm. What you have this weekend? I had a, I had a monster, monster weekend. It was good. I made uh, – 
I, I made those dumplings. I um, I didn't make the wrappers, but I made the filling and I, I did the work, which is I, I hate it, hate doing it, but it makes so many. I have like a freezer full of like I can literally like boil some shrimp dumplings three more times over the next however long, and uh, happy to have those on deck. And uh, I had I had some today too. I I like just meal prep, uh, chicken, brown rice, and steamed vegetables. So I had a little bit of that, and I have that for the next three days too. And then I made myself some. Uh, some shrimp dumplings and some uh, nice little chili oil dipping sauce and uh, crushed that today. So it was really, it was just a nice, oh, after a couple good, a uh, couple good Sixers performances, some shrimp wontons, what more do you need, right? Yeah, beautiful. Wow. I, I need it. to step up my frozen pizza game. Why did we do it? Why did we do a Sixers podcast? We could have just talked about Dave's cooking for yeah. hey, two hours. Uh, hey, all our, we're, we're all pretty good. I mean, well, we all we all got some skills in the kitchen. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Even even JB's coming along, which which I love to see. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, as we're talking and closing out this uh, this episode, Amanda just brought me that she just made some um, kimbap, which is Ooh, I guess that? is basically Korean sushi. Correct, Ooh. kind of. And it has like it's like uh, it has like the sticky rice or whatever the sushi rice, and it has uh, some of that imitation crab meat. But then she made some like is that bulgogi? Mm-hmm. We made some bulgogi and some egg and the radishes, and uh, later this week we're gonna probably grill up some some galbi, some Korean. There you go. Oh my so, god. Uh, yeah, so I think we have uh, we have one more Sixers scrimmage on the twenty eighth, Tuesday, and then we have uh, the season begins August first, oh seven p.m. Uh, I believe versus the Pacers, which is a huge game because we have the same record. Um, wow! Wait, it's it, the first game is seven p.m. Seven p.m. on Saturday, I believe. Saturday, perfect. So uh, my birthday, somebody's birthday present. Oh, oh really? We'll have a yeah. We'll have a post-birthday pod to honor to honor you, Dave. There, you uh, love it. I hope it sounds good so to me. We're we're definitely gonna talk because we talk every day. But if uh, if not, I wish you a happy birthday for Saturday. Hey, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> So with that, uh, with that being said, that's the uh, that's it for the first episode. I had a lot of fun, guys. Yeah, same. Looking yeah, forward to the next one. All right, guys. Can't we'll, wait. Talk, we'll talk to you probably maybe after the first game. Yeah, a post yeah. game pod. All right, sounds I'm good. Down for that. Yeah, sounds good. All right, fellas, have a good night. All right, continue All to right. cook some good stuff and uh, have a good week. All right, see you All next time, guys. guys. Take care, fellas. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll keep you posted of all the uploading. Sounds good. All right. All right. See you guys. See ya. See ya.